This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. churchy words and you see the heart of a man that's unclean Jesus said look boys he says you are clean on the outside but you're dirty on the inside he says it just like this verse number 25 woe unto you scribes and Pharisees hypocrites you make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter but within they are full of extortion and excess He says, look, you've washed up the outside of the cup. You've washed up the outside of the cup, but inside it's full of extortion. You're still stealing and robbing. Inside it's still full of excess. You have no self-control. If you go to Waffle House, which would you prefer? The outside of the cup clean or the inside of the cup clean? The inside. I'll let that waitress carry my coffee cup right to my table, and I'll drink out of it. I don't care what she's touched. She didn't touch the inside. She touched the outside. One day I sat across the table from some of my friends. We're eating at Waffle House. I love Waffle House, by the way. I got good taste. <laughs> Lady set my coffee cup down in front of me, and there was a big set of lips, red lips right there on my coffee cup. I thought, man, this is great. The lady that I was sitting with across the table was a little bit squeamish and not certain she wanted to be at Waffle House to begin with. And so I thought, here's my chance. I wasn't worried about it. It was dirty on the outside. I'm drinking out of what's on the inside. I hope they cleaned the inside. If not, hopefully the coffee was hot enough to, dis- to kill. I survived. So what I did, I, I turned the coffee cup around. I just spun it around there sitting across the table from me. And she saw the big set of red lips right there on the other side of my coffee cup. She's like, oh, that's awful. What are you going to do? I picked it up and took a big drink. (laughs) It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. Honestly, I wasn't too worried about it because there was nothing floating in the cup. Everything appeared to be clean. It's just the outside. Man, clean up the inside and we're going to be probably all right. You may not be that way with Lipstick on Waffle House cups. But you get the picture. Jesus said, look, you guys have washed the outside, but the inside's nasty. You've washed the outside, but the inside's nasty. He says, you know what you guys are? To make the picture more broad, he says, you're whited sepulchers. You know what a sepulcher is? It's a grave. It's a coffin. He says... You guys have got the most beautiful coffins. I mean, they're beautiful. They're pristine. But you know what you find inside a used coffin? Death. Dead men's bones. He says, you guys have cleaned up the outside for the neglect of the inside. Folks, I want you to know something. You can straighten up the outside and you can give the appearance of just anything you want to. But until Jesus has done his whitewashing work, 
in your heart and soul and forgiven your sins and saved you. The inside is what really matters. The inside is what matters. Jesus saves the soul. He cleans and makes us whole on the inside. Now, I will say this. If you get saved on the inside, next thing you know, Jesus is going to begin to show up on the outside. The things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. The place I used to go, I don't go there anymore. The things I used to say, I don't say them anymore. And the outside of me doesn't look anything like the outside of Cody before he got saved or the outside of Cody had he never been saved. But the inside is what makes the difference on the outside. Don't cover it up. God met with King David. David was guilty of murder and adultery. And David had done everything he could to cover up his sin with Bathsheba. And God sent a messenger. And he said this to David. David, God desires truth in the inward parts. Inside. Let me tell you something. If we look like Christians and act like Christians and the outside of us has a certain appearance, as members of the Chilhawe Baptist Church, it's useless. It's worthless. Why? Because it ain't the outside of us that makes a difference for eternity. It's the inside of us. It's when we've accepted Christ by faith as Savior and Jesus has forgiven our sins and we know we're saved. It's the inside of us. It's the Spirit of God working in our hearts and giving us victory and giving us peace and joy and changing the outside that changes other people. And the Pharisees had missed it. Their hearts were full of wickedness and sin, and they were like coffins that had a beautiful outside, but the inside was full of dead men's bones. And they're like cups, clean and beautiful on the outside, but just inside that cup was a drop of poison that had not been washed out. And therefore, they were blocking the way to heaven. I would not be guilty. Finally, number five, how do you shut the kingdom of heaven against men? Number five is pretty simple. Crucify Christ. I won't read it for sake of time, but as we conclude this chapter in the Bible, beginning in verse number 29 through the end of the chapter, Jesus just makes some things really plain. He says, listen, Pharisees, scribes, your fathers murdered the prophets. Now these scribes and Pharisees trying to cover up the sins of their fathers, they had this practice that they would actually go to the tombs of dead prophets that their fathers had martyred and they would decorate the graves. And they would show their respect to the prophets. But the truth of the matter was, Men with the same demeanor and mindset of their own religion had rejected the prophets all through the book of Judges, all through the Old Testament, all through 
up until the time that we're speaking right now when Jesus was dealing with these men some 2,000 years ago, the Pharisees and the scribes, these religionists, had been shutting the door and they had murdered the prophets. Every time God sent somebody, it was their parents that were guilty of squashing them. Jesus says, not only did you squash them, he said, but you're getting ready to squash some more. He says, I'm going to be sending folks along the way that are going to preach to you and teach you and give you the truth. But you're going to reject them. Peter was crucified upside down. All the disciples were martyred except for John, who was exiled to the Isle of Patmos where he would be silenced for that day. He says, look, you guys are guilty of crucifying the prophets and you will crucify the Christ. What they do? Here's what they did. They said, we don't want Jesus. We don't want this message of sin. We don't want this message of repentance. We don't want this message of forgiveness. We don't want this message of we need a Savior. We don't want that message. We have our religion and we have our authority. We have our power and we have our prayers. And we have our garb. And we have our whited sepulchers. We don't want this Jesus. So you know what happens in just a few days? I'm literally talking three or four days from the time that we read this passage of Scripture. They put Jesus on trial. They crucify Christ. And you know what happens? These men blocked the way to heaven. Why? Because everybody that listened to them had no respect or reverence for Jesus, the Son of God. The only way to heaven. Now, how does that translate into 2020? I'll tell you how it translates in 2020. A church, a religion, a denomination, whatever it may be, that leaves out the truth of the gospel, that you're a sinner, that the price of your sin is death and hell forever, but that Jesus the Christ paid the price for your sins, that you might have everlasting life. You need to get saved. You need to be born again. A church that leaves that out is the church that is just like the Pharisees describes, blocking the way to heaven and crucifying Christ. Hey, look. If you leave Jesus out, You're guilty. You just crucify him again. Try to get him out of the way. You're doing it again. And you know what the Pharisees did? They crucified Christ. I heard a testimony of a man just this past week. Brilliant man. An attorney for 70-some years. Well, not for 70-some years. He was in his mid-70s. He'd been a, he was an attorney. Brilliant man. left a denomination and started attending my friend's church. He's just a regular old country preacher like I am. Loves God, loves the Word. This brilliant man sat in a denominational church for many, many, many years.
decided that he'd come and sit in the pews at my friend's church. Todd got up and just preached the Bible, told people about Jesus. You know what happened? That brilliant man heard that Jesus died on the cross for his sins, that his good works was not what he needed to go to heaven. And that brilliant man repented of his sins, got saved, followed the Lord in believers' baptism, became part of the church, serving God. Whose testimony was? He said, I've been attending church for years. And I've never heard the message of the gospel. It's sad, isn't it? It's wrong. Look, that shuts up the kingdom of heaven against men. Popular or not, I don't care. Truth is what matters. And Jesus Christ loves you. He died on the cross for your sins. And if you'll humble yourself and repent of your sins and ask Jesus to come into your heart and forgive your sins, you can have everlasting life through faith in Christ. It's not me. It's not a church. It's all about Jesus. May we not be guilty of shutting up heaven against men. May we point people to the Savior. Oh, what a Savior. I'm glad I'm saved. How many of you here today, you know you're saved? Would you say amen? Amen. amen. That's wonderful. If you do not know, hey, that's what we're here today for. That's one of the many reasons, but it's one of the main reasons. Because we want you to know that you need Jesus. And a relationship with Christ is the sweetest thing you'll ever receive. Forgiveness of sin is something that God has promised. Isn't it wonderful? I'm so thankful that I know Jesus. I'm so thankful that I had opportunity not to be raised by a whited sepulcher. But to be raised by somebody who said, hey, look, you need Jesus. I'm glad I got saved. And I don't want to do anything that prevents folks from doing it. May God help us. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.